Hey everyone, Frosty here. If you're enjoying the shows and you have the means, consider helping us out on Patreon. Being a member not only helps out the show, but depending on the subscription tier, you'll automatically be sent out mugs, sweaters, and much more. A little bit goes a long way and helps keep the show running. All you have to do is go to the Patreon site and look up Mog Talk, or just click on the link in the description. Thanks! Welcome everybody to another Mog Talk interview here where we're talking about lore and we brought on the amazing Anonymous here to talk about another topic. You guys all said you wanted to have another episode otherwise I would have kicked him to this curb and never talked to him again. Uh, this is you guys <laughs> getting Anonymous back. Moose, for the people who didn't see the last episode and the people who might be slightly unfamiliar with you, can you tell everybody quickly who you are again? Okay, so if I was going to try to describe who I am relative to 14, it's just I've I've been here forever. Uh, in 1.0, there wasn't a lot of stuff that seemed like it had potential, so we just started talking about the story. And the next thing you know, I'm known as the guy who talks about the story, and that's who I've been ever since. Um, and it's it's gotten really out of hand in terms of that. Like, we've talked about the story in interviews. We've talked about the story uh, with Koji. We've talked about the story forums, Discord. I edited the lore book one time. Like, it's just, it, it all just kind of snowballed. Yeah. And now I'm forcing you to come on shows every once in a while to talk about it as well, right? Yeah. 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 And... You don't have to force me, though. I'm honored. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Well, that being said, Moose, uh, we were thinking about topics, and there's lots of topics to talk about with story and lore. Literally, this is like almost an evergreen topic. Lore and story in Final Fantasy XIV can get so deep. The theory crafting can get so deep. But I decided this week there is something a little bit fresh that has come out recently that uh, is worth exploring, which is the Hello, hello. <laughs> I hate that name very much. Why? Because I it's hard for me to not say aloha or alo aloha, right? That put an A at the end of it. For some reason, it's I mean, really hard for me to say. That's fair. I love the name because that's what I say every time I log in to Discord or start a stream. <laughs> is alo alo. Okay, the alo alo. Uh, yeah. it's perfect. Okay. All Which right. is weird. Wait, wait, I didn't, I didn't know that's what we were talking about. This, this, this tweet says we're talking about Aloha. Look, that was not, again, this is Jet's fault. Jet and made that graphic. The, the, <laughs> no, the, the tweet says Aloha. The picture says Aloala. So oh. I don't know which one we're talking about, but I'm not ready for Aloala at all. <laughs> Look, I have troubles with names, okay? This is my established identity, is I'm not good with story, lore, pronouncing things, names, oh, anything. So this, is, this is just on brand. We're actually, we're, we're selling the brand right now. Yeah. This, this is, is just, this is just a bit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're selling the brand. Yeah, this is something people want. <laughs> Someone no, that's, that's gonna you gotta you gotta commit to that bit now. Like every time you make a typo or or fuck up a name, it's just like yeah, that's just me. I mean, I do <laughs> literally. Uh, anyways, we're talking about this topic. Sorry for the funny start here, guys. We're talking about this topic. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it seriously. Laura's serious yeah. business. It is. It's sometimes it can be, but Koji, he has his fun. Um. I, I went through the variant recently, right? I, I did some stuff mm -hmm. with it in the past that I 
was just now recently able to get into it and start it to mm-hmm. explore what it is. Um, and this one, it feels like there's a good amount to, to pull from it. Would yeah. you say that this had a lot of stuff in it and maybe stuff with the current lore, stuff going forward with lore maybe going into 7.0? I, you know, I'm very interested to know if it's going to go forward. Um, I know that it went backwards. And it went backwards into lore that's never been like terribly integrated or consistent. Mm. Um, it's a little, it's kind of like the void before before uh, Shadowbringers started giving them like a reason to go through it. The mm-hmm. South Sea Isles have have just been kind of mentioned all over the place, but we've we've never really explored them very in depth. So this was very integrated. It brought all of all of the stuff together in a really interesting way. And so. Uh, I kind of think when they're like trying to figure out the story and lore and everything else, the, the content development, they're like, well, what have we just kind of been wanting to expand on a little bit? What, what do we just want to say as, you know, so we've had a couple of questions about it. Let's just throw something together for that and start building on yeah. it and fully explain it. And that's possibly what they were doing with this, right? Yeah, it feels like there's a there's a couple forms of content where the first thing they think is, uh, what have we mentioned and then never mentioned again? <laughs> so, as <laughs> as a casual player, I'm going to be honest. If you're not paying attention to the story here, it looks like they threw together a lot of nonsense. To be honest with you, because they throw in a fairy with a gun, mm-hmm. uh, right? Then they have yep. a big wooden idol called Lala, which is not yep. doesn't look exactly like a Lala fell, uh, to our knowledge. Uh, and it's an island with some pirates trying to take our treasure that we're going to get that for some reason can summon wooden beast. Uh, and it's, it, it seems a little all over the place from a casual, ignorant perspective. Uh, I can actually pull most of that together, I think, if we have to. We probably do. <laughs> okay. I think I could I think I could pull most of that together if it's okay. on the agenda. Oh, and fishing. <laughs> and fishing. Well, fishing's fishing's always like peak lore. It is. Uh Well, I mean anything they could throw a little side content description on can be peak lore too, right? Minions pretty much any pretty mi- any any missing lore explanation is going to be in the fish log somewhere. <laughs> okay, Let, let's do this. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way okay. to tackle this. What's <laughs> what is the first thing like when you went into this? What was the most exciting piece of it that jumped out at you? The fact that it was about Arcanima, because that's been a very um, inconsistent thing over the years. So like what Arcanima is and what the boundaries of it are and what it can and can't do. And I I felt like what they were doing here was kind of zooming out a little bit and letting you see a broader picture of Arcanima and how it connects to both like the arcane geometries of wielding magic and also how it ties into like the Soulkin and the golems and the stuff like that. And I felt like they were able to make a lot more sense out of it this time around. And just as someone who became an Arcanist in 2.0 and never really picked up another main again, I think that's what jumped out to me immediately. All right. Are you ready? Stupid question one. What's Arcanum? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 
<laughs> you could just you could just like go for arcane. Arcane. Right? Okay. You just the arcane arts in Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. okay. And our our main introduction to it was this was the thing they invented to uh, make carbuncles exist. Conjuring. Because if you go back. Is it? Yeah. Conjuring. Conjuring okay. the carbuncle. Um, and later the fairy and also kind of like you're kind of plugging it into the eggy it's like so we have cobbled together a version of summoner that was not the summoner they had in mind like we it's it's very much a um bootleg summoner that we've cobbled together in this game okay. but i mean like in 1.0 there was an in 1.0 there was arcanist which was a job we were going to get that had this weird metal staff on its back orianger had one for a bit mm. And we never got whatever that job was supposed to be. That never showed up. But so so we knew there were arcanists and that they were really big at Limbs of Lamenta. And they were like, ah, screw that. We're not going to do that. that. That job's gone. And like that job is so gone. The weapon models that they invented for it in 1.0 are now guns that are wielded by the uh, the Vath. What? They just <laughs> yeah. If you if you go out to the Vath and you look at the guns they're using, like those little stick guns, uh -huh. those are the 1.0 Arcanist weapons. <laughs> like look that. at a look at a shot of old school Orianje and compare. Okay. So like that's how dead old Arcanist is. And then new Arcanist was we're gonna bring in the Carbuncle. So they they invented Arcanima as the the type of magic that summons these things and then later that got tied into golems because like if you if you try to follow the bestiary at all um you it, it doesn't look like carbuncles and golems should be in the same group at all so that's why i was excited because i felt like they finally made a little more sense out of the connection between ether math stones summons familiars so okay. Arcanima is like the magic you would use, in this case, arcane geometry, like drawing down math and okay. using the math to summon things or to create familiars. So I was pulling Puppet Master from this. I'm wrong then, I'm guessing. You know, that's a interesting question in and of itself, because like, let's say Puppet Master was in 14 using the same weapon that it was in 11 the mammoth right mm. so mammoths have cores that do not behave unlike soul stones now like the current lore mm -hmm. so for all we know there could be arcane arts in the creation of some puppets it could happen okay there could be some relation that these three pirates all were maybe possibly puppet masters but it's tied into Arcanist somehow as well. Well, they all had books, so I don't oh, okay. know. Like they would, they would have to put down the book and pick up the marionette. But there's nothing saying they couldn't. I do think it's kind of interesting that they they had these like thieves that were going to come and steal stuff from you, and they were the, the way they were going to do it was with their books. <laughs> They're going to come. I'm, I'm thinking about it, and actually. They, there is one thing stopping them. They went to jail, so maybe like when they get out of jail, maybe this is a skill they're gonna take up in jail. Yeah, is yeah, they could take up puppetry in prison. That's gonna be yeah. I, maybe that could be the backstory for Puppet Master. They get out of jail. They've reformed their lives. Uh, Which jail did use... they go to? 
Uh, Thavnir, I think. Thavnir? I think they got arrested by the. Yeah, I think they get arrested by the Radiant Host later. If you do, if you get okay. all of the, um, if you get all of the, all twelve of the, um, what do you call it? The, the lore pages. <laughs> if you get all twelve of the lore okay. pages. I think they get arrested. Got it. Got that's it. your. That's that's your. That's your reward. Okay. Okay. Uh. So. <sighs> And sorry again for asking the, the questions about Arc Anima and everything. It's just I want to make sure I'm on the same page, right? I don't just want to nod my head in these talks. I want to try to get a good grasp of it. Um, so when we're going forward and we're we're fighting this, uh, let me tell you what I've I've put together in my 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 head of this okay. so far. And I've only gotten six pages, and I have some notes and everything, but. Uh, they can summon this uh, this wood golem, uh, mm -hmm. and then you go, and there's the pixie, or the fairy, mm -hmm. that you fight, which was there as a familiar, from my understanding, mm -hmm. previously, uh, and mm -hmm. just never left. And the person who welded them is I would have to still be alive as part of what I saw there. Interestingly, no, no? on that one. No, for okay. for this is one of the rare occasions where the summoner is dead. The the scholar okay. that this fairy belonged to is dead. The um the theory that they came up with is that the the fairy somehow found a way to sustain itself using the speaker, the gem. Okay. That's like giving everything that extra life energy. Mm -hmm. okay. So that's the theory. Yeah, this one's a weird exception to the rule. Okay. Okay. And then the other one is an actual wooden golem called the Lala, which mm -hmm. I didn't read the exact description, but I guess the understanding was that it <sighs> that might have been a Lala before, or it was a creation or an idol in representation. <laughs> the fact that I'm going to say this sentence, like this is one of those moments that it just hits me how weird my life has gotten. Sure. But... So the entry for the Lala is actually really concise because I think I think it would just be monotonous because it's a repetition of the Quaqua. So I mean, if you understand the Quaqua, you understand the Lala. <laughs> I don't understand. What am I doing with my life, Rusty? <laughs> I don't know. How is this the sentence that I'm sitting around saying right now? Uh, well, you know what, what led me here. <laughs> yes, Final fans. You understand. If you understand the Qua Qua, the La La makes perfect sense. So explain the Qua Qua to me so I can understand the La La. <laughs> so the the lore that they came up with for like the old school Arc Anima when when you're in the when you're in the South Sea Isles was that this was originally before they worked with soul stones, before they worked with gemstones, before they worked with any of that. They actually worked directly with wood. Um, apparently, some of the properties are kind of similar there. Uh, and they used to work the arcane geometries into wood to serve as the protectors and the companions and the guardians of that isle. Mm -hmm. So when you when you fight the first one, what the what what has happened is is the thieves have figured out a way to reanimate and control one of these guardians, which is no easy feat at all. Um, so that's what the Lala is too is it's actually just a figure made of wood with arcane geometries engraved into the surface so that it can have more kind of adaptive defense mechanisms. Okay. And I think, I think going by the clues that you get from that mob 
and the one one of the fish that the word lala just means person in a um in an older language i think it just means person okay uh and the ancient lala fell language yeah and the ancient, <laughs> that's my theory that's my theory right now going by the contextual hints we got is that lala fell means people of the something okay okay so that would i i think that means that the the thing we fought would be a person like it's just like a a figure, a doll, uh, an idol of a person, or a figure, yeah. a statue, a wooden. That's my that's my theory. Don't. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's canon. <laughs> it's canon, guys. A, well, Mog talks all about freaking canon here. What the what the heck was that fish? There's a fish that that's in here. I think it's the Lala Ulusu. Yeah. And they say it means person with a face, or fish with a fish with a it? person I, face. Fish, fish with a person face. I don't remember. A fish person. I don't remember okay. what it was that it says that they're that it says that it's called, but it like I it made me think like, oh yeah, it makes sense. Then we've got three threads here where Lala is is mm -hmm. like kind of the human element. Okay, okay. Now explain the whale. The the flying the whale. whale. The flying the whale. Flying whale? Yeah. This one's actually cool. Remember when I was saying they were tying together a whole bunch of stuff that was kind of like battered all over the place? Yeah. So this is um, Ketaduka, I think is, I, I have no idea how to pronounce it. I wasn't going to try, that's why I said Yeah. <laughs> so all the way back in 1.0, we had the Bismarck, the restaurant, right? Yeah. And that was named after a flying whale. And then um, in 3.0, we had Bismarck the Primal, which was somehow connected to the same legend of Bismarck the, the flying whale. Which was then connected to the Void Arc somehow. Like there was another legend of a black whale. And then that came up for some reason. I'm not really sure why. And then we went to um, the Ancients and all that stuff. And we got connected to the, the flying whale called Shockmaw. <laughs> and then that all went back to Elpis somehow. And they're like, oh, well, maybe this Elpis flying whale is where all these legends of flying whales come from. Hmm. Um, so what they've done is they've brought all, all of these together by introducing possibly not guaranteed, but possibly one of the sources for all of these legends, which would be the Ketaduka from from this place, which was a divine. They, they considered it a divine messenger. That would come when the when the winds howled and the waters raged and the the faithful would climb atop its back and be taken to paradise. Um, but the the beliefs that they had about these flying whales may have inspired all the other flying whales. Okay, okay. So this one whale is the well. Elpis is much older than this whale, isn't it? Yeah. So maybe all the flying whales are just out there somewhere we haven't seen before. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. It's hey, we've we've got our connecting thread. We have no idea where it's going. We've got a while before we unravel that sweater. Well, maybe 7.0. Maybe we're gonna get somewhere in 7.0, and there's just gonna be like a whole bunch of flying whales in one place, and we're gonna go. Oh, that's where they've been. <laughs> this is the beast tribe. Okay. Flying whales. Yep. Maybe it'll be in the same place we get Blitzball. Oh yeah. Maybe Blitzball will be instead of you know. <laughs> Swimming, we're on flying whales. You know, I play that. Well, and we have to go underwater sometimes, that. but you ride a whale the entire time, and it's 
Yeah. If you recruit <laughs> all the NPCs, you get one as a mount. Oh, uh, yeah. We have a lot of flying whales in the game as mounts right now, to be honest with you. At least two that I can think of off the top of my head. Now that you, now that you mention it, for all the weird legends of flying whales that, that everyone's trying to figure out, we have far too many flying whale mounts. We can just be like, hey, wow, I see one. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do. I, I, we have one that's a Mog Station one, and then we have another one that you got for Endwalker uh, pre-order or Collector's Edition or Special Edition. can't remember. Uh, then there's another one, wasn't there? Maybe I'm imagining that. I'm replying to chat here. I have no idea how it ties into Bismarck on the first. They're like both tied into very old legends and they were just kind of like, yeah, we'll leave it at that. We'll come back to it. <laughs> that works. Okay. Okay. So that being said, this it, is this is the first time we've gone to the Southern Isles or in that direction, right? Well, was the... It Depends on your definition, maybe? In-game, as characters, our perspective, being able to explore, see it. I mean, we went to an island to figure out more about the Void, right? Or the, the 13th. Does that count? Or was that in the Southern the Isles, or was that? I think, I think that's Undersea Isles. Okay. Um, so the, what I'm getting from this is like we've been trying to place the South Sea Isles for a while and I think I think what we're getting out of it is that there's actually a very large space of ocean where there's a lot of islands and if I if I read it correctly mm -hmm. um I think the sealed dales might be included in the South Sea Isles depending on how you define it I I think our hideaway might count as one if you define it that way hmm. um but this this is the first time we've been to to this one which is the one that they're trying to make kind of the hub of some of the past lore okay okay but the the thing that ties it all together i think is that if you look at the references to the south sea isles you see a lot of words from different polynesian languages and i think that's kind of the hint that they're connected okay and that it might be a bigger area than we think. All right. I mean, this is, I'm, I'm assuming the last bit of this was to kind of give us a little bit of excitement going to 702 because it's kind of going in that direction. Uh, right. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, is, a, like a tropical appetizer. Yeah, tropical appetizer. That, that's, that's the right words. That's the ones I was looking for. <laughs> uh, so, all right. I, I went through this and I, I noticed a couple of things that I wanted to, um, I guess, have cleared up a little bit because I remember Nim existing as a name of something and for some mm -hmm. reason I'm relating Tonberries to him. Am I, am I doing that correctly? You are You are doing that absolutely correctly. Okay. Uh, and they that they were scholars. Yep, Nimian and, scholars. Yeah. Um, and marauders. And marauders, that's right, that's right. Yeah, they like to fight together. And uh, the thought was that this is where some of them went from Nim, right? They, they ended up on this island, and that's where every, everything started from? Or am I wrong on that? Came from and went to. What? Both. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the history gets really weird. Uh, I The first time it's explained, I didn't get it at all. I had to actually get the... Um, record or the entry or whatever we're going to call it before it made total sense to me um so 
somewhere back at the end of the fourth astral era, somewhere at the beginning of the fifth umbral era, when the seas are freezing over, you're getting to that ice calamity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's when the first people settled this island. Um, they are dubbed the forgotten people by everyone who came after. So in the fifth astral era, that's when it's it's settled by another culture who's really good at seafaring. And some of them are going to migrate to Vilbrand, which is where we have Limsa Lominsa today, that, that island off the coast of what we call Aldenard. Mm. Are you familiar with either of those names? Limsa, yeah. La, yeah, I okay, know Limsa. Cool. <laughs> cool. So you got... You got Eorzea, which is the big continent called <laughs> yeah. Aldenard, and then the island uh, island off to the left, which is called Vilbrand, and Vilbrand is where Limsalimins is. So, okay, okay. Some of the some of the second settlers of Alo Alo go to Vilbrand, and they found Nim, and then when Nim collapses and the next calamity comes, the Nim, some of the Nimians actually go back to that place and they okay. like say it's the 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 land that they came from so they're gonna go back okay. and then after that they come back again like a thousand years later to meet limsa Lemensa and help them found anima like arc anima they're like going back and forth okay but now it's completely abandoned now it's completely yeah. abandoned as of a hundred years ago okay okay all right a, vol- a volcano blew up underwater. It was not a good time for anybody there. They got out. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. A lot of this stuff is starting to clear up a bit for uh, for me. <laughs> I'm glad. I wasn't able to complete it 100%. And, uh, I, you know, this is a side tangent on content released. Uh, like, there's a lot of stuff in there that I would want to be able to see and go through and everything. But going through content and making a guess if you did the right thing and then like, oh, I made the wrong guess yeah. and having just do it again and do the exact same fight, do the exact same stuff that you're, you're done with. The, most of the excitement in Final Fantasy XIV comes from the progression and the discovery and learning, not the repeat part of it, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm really bad at monotony. Like, I like to solve puzzles, but once the puzzle's solved, my tolerance for repetition goes right out the window. And... From that perspective, I think most of these boss fights are at least 25% too long. So I don't even go into the content until I have a spreadsheet that says, okay, here's route one, here's route two, here's there. route three. Because <laughs> that's that's the way you enjoy. You enjoy the information, going in and doing the yep. experience and everything else. But the... I can't take the repetition of yeah. all those boss fights for no reason. I can't do it. Yeah. No, it's, it's rough. I think that's one thing that I would recommend that they... I mean, I guess it's a time sink in some way as well. But There's got to be a reason, because it's yeah. that long no matter how many people you bring in. I've done it. I've brought in two, three, and four people, and it was a, roughly approximately the same time as as doing it solo. So it feels like that that's just how, how long they want those fights to be. I mean, you could probably bring in like four DPS or something and maybe go really fast. There's got to be a way to game it and go a little faster. Yeah. But it is, it's, it's rough and it's just, it's hard to go through it. The, the excitement of getting the information is good, but the mm-hmm. whole process is pretty tedious if you're just trying to collect this information. Uh, yeah. Especially because if even after you get all of the lore entries, you still don't have enough currency to buy all the rewards. So you've still got repetition to go. 
No, I don't. I'm not getting rewarded. <laughs> so I'm not. Well, uh, I guess the other thing uh, that I noticed one is a lot with the runes. You go through the middle route. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm just going to spat off things that I noticed here, and you can tell me and fill in some of these gaps because I had a couple of questions about it. Did you understand all of the runes that you saw when uh, going through that middle route? With they're all of the trees or everywhere. There's like three or four of them, I think. I don't know if I like. I can't remember them off the top of my head. If I was looking at them, I don't know if I would be like, "Oh yes, I know exactly what that is." That means. Nah, that's um, fair. No, I, I ran through it pretty quickly, to be honest with you. So I didn't take a good look at the runes. But there is a um, there's a line in the quest about how they were carving the arcane geometries into the trees on purpose. Okay. Okay. So I would I would assume that's what those are. Um, if I was designing, if I was designing the level, I would have pulled the runes from maybe one of the books or something, but yeah. just to like show a cool little progression there. But I did not look at them closely. I have to admit, I would, I'd have to go back and look at them again. No, that's that's I fair. Failed you, Frosty. I, no, you know I what? You. Guess what? A boop. I took a screenshot of of most of them. So if you want to take a quick you, look at them, hold up. And that ca that captured most of them. So, I think. The one in the bottom left actually looks kind of similar to the um, the look look away. Oh yeah. The other the other ones they look like um, they look like prototypes of the sigils that go. Do you do you play any summoning class or do you play any Arcanist classes? Arcanist I don't summoner. Remember. I mean, I, yeah, but I don't remember a lot about it. Here, I'm putting this on the screen too because I know there is a lot yeah. of. Uh, questions about having this stuff on the screen previously. So here's here's kind of what we're referencing here. Um, but go ahead. Uh, These, if I if I had to guess off the top of my head, total ass pull. Please don't call it canon. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, they look like prototypes of the sigils that flash when you complete a cast. Mm. So if you're on Summoner Scholar and you complete a cast, every now and then you'll see the sigil pop. Okay. Okay. They kind of spin around. That that they makes look, sense. they look like prototype versions of that that image that you have on paper and in your mind to make the um, to make the spell work. But yeah, they're definitely arcane geometries, whatever they are. If you look at the very bottom uh, one, that's you know, there's the three of them, and the one on the bottom, that yep. is the one I'm that you have in. to kill the bugs on. Uh, is the exact same rune to grow the tree. Um, I don't know if there's much to pull from that, but I I did recognize that that was the exact same one, that you had to feed it these insects to grow the tree, and if a tree is on it, <laughs> when you feed the insects and a tree, like the tree mob, it grows big. Yeah. But if it's not so, on it, then the branch grows, right? That yeah, that ties into one of the explanations that they give later is that the people yeah that um the people who were studying the tree later and carving their arcane geometries into them experimentally, they found a way to um sacrifice the life energy of animals to change the uh, way the tree grew and that's the explanation for how you kill a couple animals on a sigil and all of a sudden it grows and branches in different ways because it used the energy from those sacrifices mm. channeled that energy into the arcane geometry and used it for a magic that like made the tree grow and in a specific way that's pretty cool man 
Um, but yeah, the other thing, uh, you know, the one at the very top, maybe that's the yes. uh, the Harry Potter thing. You know, it looks exact. I was trying not to say <laughs> Deathly Hollows. <laughs> it looks a little similar. You know, maybe there's something to do with that. Uh, could be with a moon cycle. Maybe you see one of them stands out a little bit different than the rest of them. You know, I don't. I don't know. There's there's Look, stuff if, you could try to. If pull you out. wanted, if you wanted to speculate, and you could, you could absolutely say that's like the lunar cycle. You could claim that little one on the left is Dalamid occulting over it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That would make sense, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it would make sense, but that doesn't mean it's true. And then whatever's in the middle, shining light on those other ones, right? Except for when it's on Dalamid. Except for when it's on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I thought it was neat to look at it. It was the first thing that I saw, and I was like, hey, you know, if you want to go really hard theory crafting, I'm sure somebody could go into it and pull some stuff from it. I'm um, pretty sure when it was like, hey, we're going to be doing the South Sea Isles and we're going to tie it to like Arcanima and Arcane Geometry, some artist was like, oh, hell yeah. And mm -hmm. just went back and did some cool, you know, old school alchemist looking stuff. Because yeah. who doesn't love that? Great. Full Metal Alchemist was a fun anime, you know. Uh, big fan. But yeah, I saw that, and I, I thought that was kind of cool to see that was part of the path and everything going forward with it. Um, the other part that I noticed when I was going through all this stuff, there's little things. Like, when I'm doing this, I'm like, why does why does he pick up a shoe in the water? What's the shoe for? Is that from a dead body that, like, is in there that died uh, I, that is really important? You know, I, I start trying to, like, pick apart, and that's a part of a problem when I'm doing a lot of this content, is that I'm obsessed with finding the little bits that matter. Because that shoe might not be important, but things that are on the exact same level, and, uh, I guess, obviousness, <laughs> I don't know if there's a good, what the right word is for that, uh, would be exactly, uh, would be important. And so... If it if it is, I missed it because I just saw him fish up a rusty bucket and was like, ah, Final maybe Fantasy the rusty bucket reference. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just an old Final Fantasy reference. Like any any fishing mini game has trash, and it's usually a shoe or a bucket. So I just assumed Fair. it was a reference to fishing fishing mini game trash. Okay. Okay. But if it meant anything more than that, I missed it because I was too busy assuming it was just an homage to trash. <laughs> okay i'm good with that i'm good with that here's one more thing i'm gonna show you this is the only other screenshot that i took that i thought was okay i, I wanted to like just make sure i i felt good about it and i knew I, i'm assuming these boats are yep. nim boats yeah they could be from anywhere okay why why hold on why why would you say nim specifically on these boats because that's the only name i recognize about people coming into the islands and so i ah, put a correlation okay them. i can exp i don't know if i looked at the boats close enough to identify them i wonder if there is a texture on them that could help identify them but mm. the the whole area is pretty famous for um wrecking boats right right so believe it or not Alo Alo is a real word. Is it? Yes, it is a real word in a Polynesian language. Um, I think I, I think I might have written down which one it is. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. West 
Homesteading. Aha! Took allowin. So alo alo means the shallows. Oh, okay. So it's just really shallow the, the around boats, the islands. The boats are wrecking on the shallows. Okay. Okay. Uh, makes sense. Uh, apparently after the first ship broke, you know, the other one was like, you know what? Let's get in there anyways. <laughs> Hey, if you've if you've ever been to any of the reefs in fourteen, like go down to like Siren Song Sea and just look how many people sail up to that and they see all those boat wrecks and go, not gonna happen to me. <laughs> well, I assume at that point they're sucked in by the siren. Maybe there was a storm happening here that explains why these boats were all wrecked and everything as well. I mean, this is where you you fight the the whale uh, on a boat that was wrecked. Uh, maybe the whale is doing it. <laughs> I choose, I choose to believe it's just like part of the human condition. You see a whole bunch of shipwrecks and you go, inferior captain, keep mm -hmm. going. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what they were doing, but we got it. They don't have it. We got it. Uh, jeez. Okay. Okay. Those are the two screenshots I took while I was going through it. Um, that I thought were at least worth it around in uh, yeah two of the coolest pieces of scenery for sure yeah um and the the other part here was the whole <sighs> i'm trying to think if the fish are actually all right fish are very lore relevant a lot of the times did you find the fish to be very lore relevant this time as well not i i didn't if they connect to anything outside of this i didn't notice it felt like they were giving a nod to kind of the fishing community how there's always fishing lore and that matzia is going to be like this pro fisher so anything he pulls up should have cool lore like i think it was just like you can't not have matzia fishing and being a great fisher so you got to explain got it got it all right because i mean that was a huge deal with all this and it was all just hey we'll take it and take these properties that are unique and rare and use them for uh potions alchemy all that great stuff right yeah and it, it ties into the i mean each one of each one of the fish that he pulls up kind of ties into the game in a different way so you know he's trying to um impress nadana uh one of the fish can help the baby that he adopted uh one of the fish can be like studied alchemically by by his friend who got him involved in all this it's kind of just like a there's something for everyone okay just like good feel good stuff like situation yep. okay got it got it got it got it um i missed another layer of it i apologize Mostly, like, most of the lore that I know, I, I, I know because I've gone over it 500 times, and now it's just, like, it's in my brain. This is something <laughs> I, I did this week. Fair. That is, I, I, I was like, hey, boost, this is the good first luck, pass. try it, <laughs> see how it goes. Um, the only other boss we didn't talk about is the secret boss, I guess, mm -hmm. which we could bring up, um, which was a Lollafell. Yep. And, well, like a statue of one. Well, I guess it was a statue of one, but it had clothes and it turned into sort of a real one. Sort of. I don't know. It was more than just a statue. Like, Lala was like a statue statue. I feel like this one was more. Tell me. I thoughts. feel like my thoughts. 
Okay, so I didn't dive all the way deep into this one yet. I want to do a little more research on it, but it looked to me, again, I'm not saying this is true because I can't confirm it. I can't give you the citation yet. Okay. It looked to me like the gem in the tree is acting a lot like a soul stone to some of the things around the island. Okay. And it looked, it looked to me like the tree is kind of programmed to defend itself by using that gemstone to create a wooden familiar of a Lollafell. Okay. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Uh, the, in the Lollafell summons the birds, which brought us to the island in the first place too, right? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the talking bird <laughs> entirely. Like it, it seems like it's, I, it seems like someone just really knew um, the overlap between um, summoned familiars, like the arcane entities, golems, and familiars, and they they knew that like we kind of had like she is one of these things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Huh. I, I can't think... I'm trying to think of the other stuff that I tried to pull from this, too. The other thing was the owl. That was the statue. I let, the totems get really pissed off at you if you don't set them right. Apparently, they hate you if you walk past them. That was kind of weird. But I guess, like, they're, the totems are kind of alive, too, in a way. Uh, is everything on this island alive? Pretty much. Okay. And I'm going to answer a question in chat. No, you're not the only one hearing that static. Oh, no. I've made a t I've made a terrible mistake. Oh, do you have the wrong thing on? Do I have time to correct it? Can I like, yeah. can I bounce? Sure. I'll, I'll be right. I'll be right back. Okay, that's fine. Guys, it's just me and you now. The chat and I alone to talk about lore. Are you afraid? <laughs> okay. You feel you got it? You fixed? Kinda. Now it's making a different noise. I don't hear anything, to be honest with you. It just sounds like you're on. I made I made I made a terrible decision about where to set up the ice machine. Oh. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I'm trying to talk about I'm trying to talk about lore and all of a sudden I hear the ice machine just I don't hear it. I don't hear it. So, yeah, it's it's gonna have a new home ASAP. Okay, 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 okay. Um, we're not talking about the seat of sacrifice, by the way. <laughs> That's not the topic for today. Today is a low, a low. Uh, and we're talking about this island that we all decided to go to because a bird told us to go to it. Because uh, we they needed a fierce warrior to come. Wait a minute. You know what? I don't. I don't. I think I forgot about that a little bit. But we needed. A, they needed a, a strong warrior to come save the island. The bird was in trouble at first, right? Yes. Because the yes. island was getting out of control, and they needed a strong warrior to come and coal that situation, right? Yeah. So the the explanation they give for why why this place needs help and that you should go there especially repeatedly, you know, at least 30 times to get enough tokens to buy the outfit. Um, 
is that when the volcano erupted and the culture that lived there left, it threw off the whole ecosystem. And this ecosystem is thriving because of, of the jewel. So now it's thriving out of balance and all of these animals are growing and breeding and eating unchecked. And that's why they need a hunter to come in and kind of restore that part of the ecosystem that's culling those things back. In the end, did we take the jewel or did we leave it? I'm guessing we left it, right? We left the jewel. We left okay. the jewel. Um, there. Remember when I was telling you that the three thieves get arrested yeah. if you if you do everything? Yeah. As soon as you left the island, they tried to steal the jewel and it beat their ass. Okay. Yep. So what did we solve? We solved that um, Matsya's bird friend is happy. That was really the big thing, is that Matsya had a bird friend who said he had to go fight stuff, and he was like, yeah, I don't do that. Uh, so uh -huh. we completed the mission. We completed the mission. We, fo we fought um, stuff. Yeah, every, everybody's happy. So we got some adventure. The great work got some alchemy ingredients. Matsya looks good with Nidana. The bird got hunters to the island, and the thieves got arrested. Okay, so the thieves aren't happy. The thieves are the only ones who didn't make out happy. Okay. But yeah, now now we go back to the island whenever we want, and we cull some of the wildlife and take some of the benefits. That's It's just like our own private store, except you okay. have to buy it with murder. Got it, got it. Just to make sure that that's the the repeatability part is we go yes. to it to cull it and trim down the trees and stop it from overgrowing things like that. Yes, we are exchanging rare benefits fed by the life jewel for murder. <laughs> that sounds like a video game to me. Yeah, uh, it sounds like it's right up the Warrior Lights alley. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So we we went over a good handful of things, all stuff that came to my mind. You know, yep. originally, what what have I missed so far, Moose? What what if what are in your notes the things that we have not hit? Yeah, I think you actually, I think you hit almost everything. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel pretty yeah. good about that. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quick scroll through. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, there's one one note here that like when you have a gemstone acting as as an arcane entity, mm -hmm. that it's the the gemstone is the intermediary between the corporeal and the incorporeal. So like the body and the ether that you've used to kind of give it a quasi soul. But I mean, we hit every every other note here the only thing that we didn't touch i think was um the last time that uh people left alo alo to come to limsa laminsa and help found arcanima there there's actually pre-existing lore for that that goes um in the timeline of the first lore book mm. it's a it's a figure named iku uh ikuku iku who was an advisor to the Admiral, they were an Arcanist from the South Sea Isles, and they never really explained any of that or how that connected to anything. So what they did here was they added new lore that said that um, when Ikuku Iku came to Limsa Laminsa, rumor had it that the island she left was home to a statue of tremendous power, and um, that her people's efforts to try to figure out what this statue was is what led to the birth of Arcanima. 
So they actually managed to tie this new lore into lots of old lore and even flesh it out in a way that the old lore makes more sense. I thought this was actually a very well-integrated piece. Oh, okay. Huh. Now that you think about it, now that you say that, yeah. No, I don't I don't remember that part of it, but the, the fact that, that they put that as part of the quest line... Uh, again, this goes back to Koji, I guess, like, the whole team and everything. They're like, well, we, we want to make difficult... We want to make this content. We're using it as kind of a piece to... Uh, for people to go in for these four-man dungeons. What would be cool to do that with, right? What haven't we explored? Yeah. And then they bring this stuff out. Now, um, we I haven't gone deep into the other variants as much. I know the mm -hmm. very first one, we kind of go through this ancient history of Ulda and everything. Uh, the second one, I barely touched at all. But do, did they do pretty much the exact same thing where they kind of went in there and just filled in like bits of lore that maybe they were meaning to talk about but never had a chance to explain it i would argue yes um old lore has always been a little scattered and there's still some pretty weird things they haven't cleaned up in old lore but i think explaining how nanamo became a child empress essentially that was kind of a puppet of the um the merchant princes i'm just i'm not going to use their real i'm going to use their kind of like trope names mm -hmm. rather than their real names in the game mm -hmm. but so i think it understand it, it helps you understand how the syndicate ended up taking power from the sultana and putting her in the position that she was in because these clues were in the game like you you we had nanamo's parents names god i think it was even in 1.0 mm -hmm. um so being able to flesh that out and integrate that, I thought was really cool, especially with, once you get the Sil Dillor, because that, I mean, most of the Sil Dillor we had came from Hildebrand of all things. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that variant did a really good job with that. And then um, we knew that Hingashi was based on Edo period Japan, but we only saw that, you know, Edo period Japan was closed off. So we only see that one port that's not closed off. It's a closed country. Mm -hmm. So the idea that you could go to Mount Fuji and see what's behind what's behind the closed off country is something that I think that was a really cool idea to explore too. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Um, but both of those felt like they were kind of isolated as in like this just a nice little piece to put here, here. Uh, this one feels like it's supposed to be like a small springboard or did you see... It? because it's an island and it's tropical paradise did you see anything that you could see them trying to carry on and push in the 7-0 or is it kind of an isolated thing i have no idea <laughs> I'm, none i'm That's actually fair. gonna i'm gonna tie i'm gonna tie this into a question from the chat just so it looks like this all makes sense uh -huh. um so the question was, do we have any idea who the fourth Astral Era people were, or is this the first time they're teased? To my knowledge, it's the first time they're teased. And I think the reason they went back that far is because when they were looking at the lore that was connected to the South Sea Isles, they recognized they had to connect it not only to Arcanima, but I mean, you had... Um, you had the Nimians who were actually destroyed by a trip to the South Sea Isles. Mahach had... Um, allied or conspired with one of the south sea island nations to give them that amphora that turned them all into tonberries so I, I don't imagine it was their home island that poisoned them um 
So I think they just they they knew they had lore going all the way back to at least the War of the Magi. So if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a culture that predates the Nimians, then it has to be fourth astral era. And I think that by putting it there, they made it so that if they wanted to go further back later, they could. But it was at, at least as far back as they had to go right now. And then I can bring that back around to Frosty's question and go. If they were going to tie this into anything that was going to be released in 7.0, that's probably where I would imagine it. How did these, like, let's imagine that the culture that built that first gem, the speaker, the statue, let's imagine they came from what we call the new world. That's maybe where I could see it tying in as a springboard to something else. That in the, you know, third, second astral era, they came from that direction. Okay. But that's all I got. So, yeah, I mean, most of it most of it's tied into 2.0 plus. We're actually looking more backwards and forwards, I think. So, now that we're we're on this topic here, and guys, if you have any questions about the Aloha Aloha stuff, the things that we haven't covered, uh, please ask them in chat. Now, uh, maybe we can pull a question just that is random side lore questions. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. But um, if you would answer that question, it came back up. Real quick, the four. Which one? The four. Yes, yeah, since we're already on the topic. Yeah. Yes. Um. So after the fall of the Alagon Empire, um, science did not have the best reputation. So it's a little bit of a dark age. Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing that when we start talking about these errors and everything, like, <laughs> how much information do we have? Like on the second, like the third. And like the very early eras, yeah, the very early ones. There is a very rough outline of them in the second lore book, but okay. we don't often go that far back on the source because one of the core pieces of lore that this game was supposed to have is that yes, history's long, but we don't have access to it. Hmm. The, the beginning of the Six Astral Era in 1.0 was supposed to feel like the beginning of time, for all you know. Okay. Like, uh, the the Elizin and the Hewer having the fight over the Twelves would, that was supposed to feel like it's been going since the beginning of time because the Elizin believed that the Twelve gave them that land at the beginning of time. Um, but now we know that it's really the Elizin were just kind of the first people back after the floods receded. And I think what really happened is that when they invented Dalamud and made Alog, um, you know, sci-fi instead of crystal spires and togas, that that's when they really filled in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. And once you have gone back that far, it's kind of tempting to do the first and second, but I don't think they've they've done too too much of it yet. Okay, we got a rough outline. Yeah, yeah, um, and maybe we'll talk about that stuff more. On another episode, too. There's a lot of stuff to explore. Um, <sighs> Moblins? I don't think that has much to do with Aloha Aloha right now. That's all, like, 7-0. You want to talk about Moblins? That's okay. We, we can... I mean, I'm going to answer the question just because the, the person asking it has a goblin name. <laughs> so I, I think... That's I think my summoner for my just, raid, by the way. I think, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like... If they like goblins enough to make it their name, how can I like ignore that? Like fair. Oh, fair. Okay. Okay. What do we know about the moblins? 
Moose. Well, that's why I was going to answer it, because it's a really easy question. Nothing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we know we know what they told us at FanFest, and maybe you could get a you could get a couple clues by looking at eleven. Yeah. Uh you know, the the current running theme on the frosty side of things again from our last talk that we had is that they are a copy paste of goblins that we've had. Uh and they are building a robot called the Annihilator, or I think that's what it was called. Uh that is similar to Alex. Wait, no. <laughs> Alejandro was built by the Moblins? Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> that is what it is. That's news to me. I'm learning lore now. Yeah, frosty lore. It goes nowhere. Uh, or, okay, this is a good question here. Were there any kind of lore elements, I guess we could relate this to this, that you wish was explored a little bit further? Do you feel like they did pretty good here? I feel like they did a great job with this one. Mm -hmm. Um... If I was thinking about other opportunities for variant dungeons, I would all of my suggestion all of my suggestions would probably make Yoshida groan because they go back too far and into things that we don't want to retread. I've still got some questions about the original city states. Um, mm. I really want to know what the amber figures in the shroud were. I don't think we've explored the the elementals quite enough, especially in terms of the ways we just retconned them. So I think there would be a way to explore the shroud. Um, yeah, and I feel I I'm reading chat and yeah, definitely um, Al Amigo did not get its due. I would love to see the city actually opened one day. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think there's I think there's some stuff in Gelmora that we didn't fully explore. And if we were going to do Silde, I don't see why we're not doing Gelmora. OK, OK, I don't know what Gelmora is. Gelmora is the underground city that existed before Gridania. Okay. So it's the, it's like they use the they use the ruins for like the Munturi cellars where they store all the soy sauce. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Uh Kimmy here asked with the announcement of the Final Fantasy 11 alliance race do you think Van Vanadale will be revealed as a shard? <laughs> anything is possible yeah anything is possible um but i feel like if they were going to reveal other games as shards it would have happened in evilies and i think the fact that matsna-san didn't take that opportunity means they probably won't do it here true true uh but we'll see again uh, we actually, we're not actually going to get more information that we could pull out, like, new information. There's lots of old stuff that we can go into, or stuff that came out recently, but for answers to some of these questions, we won't know a lot of this stuff until JP FanFest, which is going to be an explosion. I'm hoping of information for us, uh, you know, with the final trailer and everything they're going to be doing as well. Um, but, okay, let me see, what else... I think that might be... Did we miss any questions? Uh... We doing some in-echo gameplay? What? That would be interesting, actually. Like going and... Doing gameplay as you're getting knocked into, like, this vision the echo gives you? 
Yeah, we just did that in the new dungeon. It's true. That's true. I would love to see old old school 1.0 style echoes. Um, though if it was entirely in echoes, we, it, the stakes might not be like narratively high enough for mm. them. I know they like a little higher stakes than that. But I would love to see like more echo stuff integrated into stuff. Mm. I miss interactive echoes. Well, yeah, I mean, th those are fun. Those are fun every once in a while. And I don't think for me or anyone else that we really like I the recent dungeon was just fun to see all that old stuff in there uh, and throwbacks um, to the goblins and everything from previous Final Fantasy, things like that. Um, oh, this is actually kind of an interesting question. And if you're looking at variant dungeons, now that we've had these mm -hmm. three, <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you have a variant dungeon that you want to see? Now that we know they're kind of like little side bits of excuses to explain lore a little bit more. Same answer, and Square Enix is still going to hate me for it. I I still want to see the old Shroud stuff resolved. Okay, I fair. I want to see, yeah, I want to see. Um, I, I I don't know if you're even going to know what this place is. Have you ever heard of Amber Scale Rock? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a cave in Gridania um in the, in the shroud where there's just like a a figure trapped in amber and I have this whole theory about it being a um a dragon but like the the stone whatever whatever was trapped in amber is like it was mind controlling this guy and the elementals claimed this guy as a wildling and we're just like yeah wherever you came from you don't ever get to go back there you're from ishgard you're never going back to ishgard again you're actually a gridanian now go to gridania tell him you can hear the elementals you're gonna be set up as a conjurer and every time he tried to leave the wood the elementals would just like block him <laughs> and i would love to see that story resolved and tied in like because the only other amber figures were these they looked like tonberries and i have been told they're not tonberries don't call them tonberries but they looked like tonberries mm -hmm. um in 1.0 out in the shroud there were these amber encased tonberry looking things and mm -hmm. i'm never gonna let it go i'm not I need to know what they were. So that would be my variant dungeon. Have a branch dedicated to kind of exploring the elementals a little further because we just completely abandoned them in 2.0. Have a branch explaining the weird amber figures and have a branch then going to amber scale rock explanation. Okay. Okay. But if, if we did Silda Anonimo, come on, we can do Morris. His <laughs> name was Morris, by the way. Morris? Hashtag Memento Morris. Oh, you know what? The one thing I didn't really, uh, that was in my mind this entire time, and it's, it's stupid. Uh, but, uh, Tataru, Tataru, Tataru? Mm -hmm. Tataru. Yeah. Went on this whole, like, finding herself, uh, quest line where she became, like, tried to become an alchemist or a, uh, yep. a summoner. And now we find out there's so much Lalafell stuff. That's associated yep. with this island. Do you feel like she's going to become more relevant and important moving forward <laughs> because of some of this? Tataru? Maybe we'll find out she has this. Well, actually, do how much do we know about her past? Oh, we you know, know what we actually we know we know about her family life and how she got into financial trouble and how like because of her family connection. And then how that led to her joining the Path of the Twelve, which was Minfilia's original organization. Mm -hmm. But I would actually, 
I would actually say there's probably a way to tie this together that's even better than you think. Um, Tataru mm. tried to become a Arc Arcanima wielder. Mm. And she couldn't get her carbuncle to obey, so they thought she was really bad at being an arcanist. So she stopped being an arcanist. But actually, her carbuncle never desummoned, just just like the fairy in Alamalo. Oh, okay. Her carbuncle is still running around. You can find it. <laughs> is it like Alpha and Omega running around? It's like, I don't... I have no idea, but we definitely saw it in Labyrinthos. I think it was. We saw it okay. in Endwalker. Um, now, if they were going to do it, that would be how they they did it. But I think I think they might have her continue to be a seamstress for a while. Okay. There's a way to tie it in, though. <laughs> she could... There's, there's always a way to tie it in. New Whether, like, I can I can make sense of anything. Just don't say I said it was canon. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. That used to that used to be one of the things that happened all the time was like someone would say something on a podcast and then everyone would come into the forums like, "Well, this person says what's the real truth is." Well, we I don't want to be that guy creating headaches for the other new lore people. What a lot of this is is the best educated guesses. <laughs> right? That is it. Yep. The and shit posts, one yeah. of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Worst educated lore guesses. <laughs> educated lore guesses. Best and worst educated lore guesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe that's the name of the segment. Best and best and worst educated lore guesses. I would accept that. The lore memory segment. Yep. Uh, gosh. All you right. You may learn something. You may not. <laughs> yeah. Roll the I, dice. I actually didn't really remember that at all about seeing the carbuncle in the labyrinth. Uh, and I mean, the fact that the assumption is that she is just too powerful and that's why things don't work for her. I yeah, guess. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's like, maybe it's like Pokemon. And if you're, if the thing you're supposed to be telling to fight for you is too powerful, it doesn't listen to you. Like maybe Tatar <laughs> just needs some more gym badges. <laughs> You know what? That would be a good way to take the Arcanist. They just become Pokemon Masters. <laughs> right? She, she needs more Soul Stones. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, I think that hits most of everything. Uh, what, what else from these bosses that we can kind of pull out here? Uh, I don't remember anything too... Uh, crazy from it. I mean, we do know we can story-wise the thieves weren't like horribly evil people, right? No, they were they were just kind of out for a payday and yeah. I thought they were foreshadowing them as being more relevant. Like they it's really interesting to me that they foreshadowed them as being more than your average thief. Mm -hmm. And then they just ended up being a thief who can read. Um, yeah. Because that that was the lore was that they actually had dived into a bunch of old books to figure out how to do this and pull this off. Okay. Because before we got there, the the Rugadine had already actually heard rumors that this was going on and he actually started doing some research. So when he got there, that's how he, he was able to control the wood golem. Wait a minute. Are you saying that they learned how to control the wood golem within a short span of time just to pull off a payday? I think that's what I read. 
yeah when they one of the one of the lines is like do you have any idea how how like long he had to read old tomes to make this work <laughs> so i mean like i would love for them to get out of prison and, and try like i love the idea like like chat said of them being our team rocket i would i would gladly see them again in 7.0 well, they came and helped us. It, like, not only did the dude, I think, control like the wood golem at some point, but the the Lalafell, uh summoned like a wind spirit or wind whatever and a water spirit or whatever too. I think during the fight with the whale, right? Uh, Depend depending on how you treated him earlier. <laughs> yeah, if you saved him. Uh, and so, um, I I thought that was pretty interesting that they got pretty good at whatever they were doing, if, especially if they learned it in such a quick manner. Uh, yeah, it would be it would be interesting to see them again someday. Like, I think I think they kind of set that up. I don't know if they're ever going to come back for it. But the idea that they're just like arrested by the radiant host means that there's an explanation for them being gone. But the explanation for them showing back up could be, hey, they just got out of prison mm -hmm. and are now puppet masters. Yeah, now now you can all be puppet masters, right? Maybe that's the new puppet master quest line is that these guys discovered how to become puppet masters and they were able to make a quick buck and they're just trying to make <laughs> money off of being puppet masters now because it's such a unique skill and training people and trying to get money off of them, right? They've they they have stopped their life of crime and they have gone legit and they are now <laughs> selling mammoth parts. Yeah. There is a lot of money to be made in building robots my friend yep and custom robot fighting uh okay okay well i mean that actually hits a whole bunch of the the points i think i had on here as well i don't think there's anything too uh outstanding um yeah that, that hit pretty much everything not only did it hit pretty much everything you managed to stretch a conversation about just a variant dungeon into over an hour which i mean i didn't say we couldn't i didn't like i i feel a little like i lost a bet but we didn't actually make a bet oh we well, I'm, I impressed. Can... I'm impressed i talked about island sanctuary for about an hour and a half too that was hard <laughs> that was difficult. I am I am impressed. After this one, I'm convinced that you could fill an hour segment with pretty much anything. I can. Dude, I could we could All right, take off your shoes, show it on camera. We got an hour to go. I I bet I could fill an hour talking about that shoot. <laughs> that's <laughs> That's what I love to do. Uh frosty shoe deep lore dive. Yeah. Uh, but no, this is fun. It's fun to go in and just kind of talk about some of the stuff. And I guess like uh, the reason why uh, some of these segments can get longer and the people who are watching us, maybe some of you guys that are watching us are like lore experts, is because I'm not, right? I I, I need to go a little bit. <laughs> I need some of that front load at the pieces of the conversation. That's, um, that's the best way to do like a, a segment kind of show though like if you have other people on being kind of maybe one rung higher than your audience on the comprehension scale like having just enough comprehension to know to ask that person mm -hmm. well yeah <laughs> that's kind of what it is right is i am the i play the game casually i forget things like most casual players do i go through everything like is i'm a very just i play the game in a way that i enjoy it i touch it i taste everything in some way but i don't dive deep into it and so a lot of the questions i think a lot of the community has <laughs> and i'm hoping the people who are interested in lore but never really had the time or inspiration to dive into it more will watch some of these episodes as well so they can get 
a little bit more education. That's th that's my new mental schema for what this show is, is that you know basically what your audience knows, but unlike your audience, <laughs> Less, you know I, I, I would exist. say I would say it. <laughs> It's been proven so many you know times. You can call me. Yeah, <laughs> I know less than my audience. They make sure I know that <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so there's there's a couple you, people. You know that you know the same as the lowest common denominator of the yeah. audience. That that is right. I would say that would be at least <laughs> correct. But all right. Well, then that all being said, we can go ahead and wrap up today. I think this is a nice little uh, jump back on the saddle and talk about lore a little bit. We'll see if we can find another topic that people want to dive into again if you've watched this and you're like i would love to see this talked about more uh especially things that are kind of like out there now that we haven't really dove into too much uh this one again was recent content it felt right to talk about uh there could be some things that are just you know maybe we just haven't touched that could push us forward into more stuff in the next variant or into next expansion or some piece of content they'll find an excuse to talk about i mean there has to be a new deep dungeon so maybe yeah i'm, I'm kind of ex i'm kind of excited to see what all the new stuff is i th i think they're gonna try to shock us in terms of just like the scale of everything i think it's gonna feel like a whole new game mm -hmm. but then if it's all new like what does it tie into from the past so i'm kind of really interested to see what's all new and what's not Right. I would love to see just a whole new adventure, but there's got to be something familiar to kind of get the old souls hooked. So yeah. I'm going to see, I'm going to be interested to see the proportions. <laughs> Bro, I see eating tacos. That's get, I guess the old souls. <laughs> That's it, man. Uh, that got, that got a very loud cheer. It worked. It, it was the loudest. It was literally the loudest cheer. So, uh, I know that's what the community wants. And, uh, you know what I need to do is get Grahatia on one of these segments too, and just talk to Grahatia for a little bit. At least the voice actor, right? You no, know, the vo If you had the voice actor for Grahatia on your show, I guarantee you, you would need to extend it by at least two hours for all the requests in the chat of things they wanted him to say. <laughs> I well, here's the thing: in those shows, it would be trying to advertise whatever their uh, what's that service called? Cameo uh, or. Fiverr, or I don't know which there's, one's the no, one. There's on. one that's like you, you literally commissioned like actors and stuff to, to yeah, I don't say remember the name of that one. Wow. Uh, I forget what it is, but I, it, I'm blanking on it, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. Cameo. Cameo. That, I think that was it. Yeah. So oh, cameo. it is Cameo. Yeah, okay. Cameo, cameo. I'm not crazy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It uh, could be like a rapid, it could be like a rapid fire cameo. Five, <laughs> if you donate. Ten dollars, he'll do real quick on it, and I'll just have to pay him out afterwards. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, we'll we'll go ahead and wrap up here. Moose, is there anything else that you want to go over before uh, we we sign off? No, here? We, had, we got everything. Okay. All right. Well, guys, again, chat everybody. If you've watched this on Twitch. Go to the YouTube after I publish it as well, and then comment on it saying, I want to talk about this. This would be an interesting question to, to run into. I mean, maybe we'll just have a week where we have just 20, 30 questions from people that are all over the place, and we'll bring Moose on, and he'll just rapid fire them. Anytime. Okay. Well, yeah, guys, thank you for watching, and I am going to raid somebody and end the stream, uh, and we'll wrap up here today. So, thanks, everybody. Bye. See you later. Say bye, say bye, you have to say it. Bye, bye, I have to say it out loud, bye. Yeah. <laughs>